following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help. And on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, one of my my favorite book titles, just because I've felt this way before, is on forgiveness. And I love the title here. It's it's called How to Forgive, parentheses, when you don't feel like it. And I thought, how often has that come up? Right? So tell me, what's there's got to be a story behind that. Well, yes. I didn't feel like it. <laughs> right. I mean, it's as simple as that. Hmm. No. <clears throat> In fact, I was just telling um, someone uh, this evening who's running for political office, hmm. uh, I said, uh, I remember when we were talking about difficult people and painful people, and... Um, I said, I remember um, I would read certain scriptures, and it, at times I think, I just don't, I can't see it. Specifically, I thought it must be some ideal, because that happened with several scriptures. I thought, that can't be, you can't do that. I mean, it didn't seem like it was possible to do what I was seeing in the Bible, mm-hmm. like... Um, Love your enemies. Well, I, I, I don't think that's possible. I mean, at, at that time. Now now I know what you do, but right. at the time. And so I thought, it's just some ideal. Uh, you know, and then I would read, um, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievance you have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And I thought, that, that just must be some ideal. Because... I, as little as I knew about the Bible, I did know that the the first two creations, I'm talking about human creations of God, were Adam and Eve, and he told them one thing not to do. He told them what would be the consequence if they did it. What did they do? They did that one thing, That's right. and the consequence was there. So there was a there there was a repercussion. Uh, there was an eviction. But th- that, that's why forgiveness didn't make sense to me, because it te- seemed to me like you're just letting somebody off the hook. And I, I thought that, but I don't, I don't see that God does that other places. So I really did um, not know, I didn't know what to do. Much later, I learned that the word forgive means release. It, it, it isn't just letting people off the hook. It's release. And instead of letting somebody off the hook without any repercussions when they've done wrong, um, we release that offender off of our hook and we put that offender onto God's hook because he says, it is mine to avenge, I will repay it is mine to avenge. I will repay. So he knows how to deal with those who have hurt us. And if we battle them, uh, we the, fo- the focus becomes person to person. And instead, God's solution for us when there has been a certain, certain times of offense. By the way, it's not that the Bible doesn't say uh, that we are not to confront. Uh, in fact, there are 
times when it's very clear if, if your brother sins against you, go and show him his fault just between the two of you. If he listens to you, you've won the brother over. If he doesn't listen, you take two or three others with you. So it's not like this is some, um, well, you, you just are passive and do nothing mm-hmm. when there is an offender. But see, I didn't know the Bible well. I didn't know at that time when I was reading these. Uh, and so... I wrote the book that I needed at one time in order for me uh, to forgive, in my case, uh, my father, but then later on other people who had had hurt me. And uh, I think the most important thing is, Jeff, if God says we are to forgive, Mm then just do what he says and he will prove that he'll prove himself to you. He will prove that his way is right. Yes. And hmm. we don't need to be fighting God. That's right. When, but, but we do need to know how to do it. And um, I, this is where um, I, I think... Maybe, I'm not sure if this is true, but someone has told me that of all the topics, that of the 100 topics that we have, that I may be best known for this particular topic. I certainly do this topic when I'm in, at a prison because many have committed a capital crime and they don't. Uh, They've killed somebody. They don't know how to process uh, the injustice that they felt or whatever the reason was that they killed someone. And yet, I, I, I love to teach on this, and I love the results. I love the freedom that the that the listener or the person has. Uh, I, I just am so grateful that we God has given me words to, and they're from Him, to explain forgiveness so people can not only do what God wants, but they can themselves be set free. And that's why that book that you referenced is called How to Forgive When You Don't Feel Like It. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. Listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver. We'll get to our caller in just a moment. If you have any questions or concerns about the topic of forgiveness, uh, we encourage you to call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help you access the right resources. And June was just talking about the book, How to Forgive When You Don't Feel Like It. We also have keys for living on that very topic of forgiveness. And uh, you might call customer support, ask them what might help you out the most, whether it's uh, something about forgiveness or another topic that you're interested in or that that is... uh, um, presently uh, part of your situation. We'd like to help you with that. The number again, 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Or you may email them at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Ask any questions you have. Maybe you uh, didn't quite get the title down of that resource that we mentioned there, again, called How to Forgive When You Don't Feel Like It, but you can send questions that way to customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Well, we want to welcome back to our program. Delighted to have again with us from Arizona. We're talking tonight to Chloe. Hello, Chloe. Welcome back. Well, thank you. It's so nice to be with you. Thank you. And how can we help you this evening? Well, that topic of forgiveness, that is one that is, there's never a time when it's complete, at least in my mm-hmm. life, it feels like it, it rears its, its uh, forgiving people. It rears its ugly head sometimes because I think that I've forgiven someone mm-hmm. and then something else comes up and I feel like I'm starting all over again. How do you ever get past that? I feel like I'm so stuck many times. Well... It is true that forgiveness is not just a one-time act. In fact, I have many times thought about that. I think it can sound like it. This is where, let's say, a pastor is preaching, and sometimes there is not the mention of needing to forgive again and again and again. For example... Let's say there was some great offense, a severe offense. Sometimes 
the impact or all the details and and the the challenges aren't even known at the at the moment and they are revealed later and so what you thought you might need to forgive somebody for would be at that point considered incomplete because now there's much more and due to processing the pain you would need to go back and evaluate is this a situation where I need to forgive this person because I don't want to be in bondage with lack of forgiveness my, my point is sometimes um, it's not clear uh, notice in the Bible um, there was a, a passage where Peter comes up to Jesus and says how many times should I forgive and he was being very generous and he said seven times see in Jewish law and Peter was Jewish he started out Jewish just as Jesus was Jewish and so in Jewish law it's like you forgive up to four times uh, but <laughs> uh, it's it's not continuous at least that's the Jewish teaching that I have heard now Jesus says or Peter was being very generous saying seven times and then Peter said uh, no no Peter it's 70 times seven and it's not like you go okay well that's number 23 oh, that's number 38 no it's like whenever there is a need we need to be standing in a state of being able to forgive and forgive again but that's after you really understand what forgiveness is and I think this can be a major misconception uh, and I know I had that misconception early on um, um, I, I did think it was just letting people off the hook and I couldn't understand that but but the, the word forgive literally means release um, release um, or or dismiss it's dismissing a debt when it was owed but instead if we are going to be forgiving we dismiss a debt or the word release it's releasing your resentment toward your offender it's releasing your right to hear I'm sorry by the way I kept hanging on to that one I kept thinking well I I could forgive if I heard an apology a sincere apology I'm truly sorry um, and I never heard that by the way uh, it's releasing your right to be bitter it's releasing your right to get even um, it's releasing your right to dwell on the offense releasing your right to hold on to the offense releasing your right to keep bringing up the offense so really forgiveness is 
to extend mercy and to give a gift of grace. By the way, gift, um, I'm saying gift intentionally. The word grace means giving a gift that the other person does not deserve. It's not based on deserving. Forgive is giving grace, a gift of grace. It's free, even though it's unearned, unmerited. It's it's not because it's earned. If it's earned, that, that is not forgiveness. So the the it is really forgiveness is to reflect the character of Christ. Just as God is willing to forgive us, we are called to forgive others. Um, and it is hard when there has been a personal offense. Uh, and I'm and I'm talking about the difference between like dismissing a debt. For example, uh, Chloe, let's say you owe you you loaned somebody a hundred dollars. Somebody moved to your city, and all of a sudden they needed it for a car repair, and they said, "I will pay you back in um, in." A week, I will have money that will be coming in. I'll pay you back in a week. And then all of a sudden, there's a horrible car crash, and that person's in the hospital for several months. Well, it might be that you would go to that person and say, I feel genuine compassion for you. I am forgiving the debt. I forgive the the debt. You do not have to pay back that hundred dollars. Does that part make sense? Yes. Okay. And and we can be called by God to do that on occasion. Now, that's one thing. When I said somebody moved to your town, there's not a personal involvement in terms of, I'll say, family. Or, or, you know, people that you've been a part of their lives for a number of years. It's another. It's harder when it's um, releasing resentment, releasing any right that you would have, especially when you've been wounded. I'm going to use that term, wounded. Um, do you see the difference between dismissing the debt versus forgiving because you've been your heart's been hurt your your heart's been wounded definitely and oh. and i and i and I wonder june when when things happen time after time and it, it it's over a period of years and maybe it's a family member but maybe it's been Many, many years, and the mm-hmm. family member um, has continued to do things, and you forgive them, but they're really never sorry for it, and so they continue to do these things, and you continue to forgive them, but uh, how, how, do you, how do you really take care of it 
except to, I mean, when you forgive someone, and if, if I ask someone to forgive me, it's for something specific. I mean, it has a name to it. It's not just general forgiveness. And so when there are so many things and someone doesn't ever accept any responsibility for these things and just continues to uh, maybe treat the other person like they have very little value and that they don't have to ask forgiveness or, or whatever, do you just have to um, just look at it from the point of view that I look at what how God has forgiven me, and he is perfect. And and these people that are not even wanting forgiveness, I still need to forgive them. But I have difficulty doing it. Well, I will just say this. God would never tell you to do something that you could not do through the strength of Christ. So, I, did, I have a thought. What if you and I were to deal with where I, if I were to say who has wounded you the most and I, I'm not asking for a person's actual name. Um, it could be the you know, it could be just a relationship um, whether it's a brother, sister, son, daughter, mother, father, whatever. And then and then what we could do is literally let's list what was the offense. And then um, and and then but what caused that pain? Because it sounds like you, God wants you to release from your your life and your heart that that woundedness and by the way he does not intend for you to continue to uh, to trust someone who is not trustworthy you don't do that um, and there are reasons why or to even associate the Bible um, says bad company corrupts good character and we are told to be separate. So there are times when we need to have boundaries, but still, when there is an offense, he wants you to ultimately be set free. Do you have a heart for people who are hurting and broken? You want to throw them a lifeline, but sometimes you just don't know how. Lifeline to Hope is a brand new, one-of-its-kind caregiver training designed just for you. Using video-based instruction from leading experts, plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises, you can discover how to effectively provide support, encouragement, and spiritual care. The ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in Christ. This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small, effective group of caregivers in your church and community. Be the person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. lifelinetohope.org.
If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. You're listening to Hope in the Night. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of this ministry. We just thank you for that. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. And uh, one of those resources being at Keys for Living called Forgiveness, Releasing You is Freeing Me. And again, that is available by calling customer support at 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If you have a situation in your life and you'd like to get some perspective, some insight on that, see what God's heart might be on that situation, uh, just give us a call at 800-917. We'd like to talk to you about being on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, getting a conversation with June and just seeing how you might be helped in your situation. Again, that's 800-917-800-644-4817. Now back to our conversation with Chloe. Okay, Chloe. So are we on board together with um, this project I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Yes. So what I want you to do is, now it's either you can say, if it's a particular relationship, you can say, uh, whatever the relationship is, or you can just say a, a made-up name, whatever it is. Uh, and um, Because we're going to do something at the end with each of these individuals and with what you tell me. So who's, who do you want to pick as the most difficult situation? Um, most difficult situation would be with... Um, uh, Leah. Okay. All right. What has been Leah so painful? Leah is a relative. Okay. Describe the specifics of what was so painful that she did. Uh, she became involved in a relationship which she had not been a part of um, for for really any time at all until towards the very end before this other individual died. And um, she, um, through various ways and um, just being able to 
separate this other individual from me uh, was able to cause some real pain as far as what um, the, the, the individual that we had been very, very close um, ended up believing just because of the circumstances and of being very ill and uh, then um, passing this on to many other people and with things that were not true and, and uh, continuing to show great disdain and disrespect um, and continuing this, this lie and never really getting to the point where uh, there was any change. And uh, then being in charge of many, many things that um, really should not have been even a part of because there had been no history there. And uh, then being, being in a situation then where uh, now it's necessary for, uh, for me to make a choice as to whether or not the relationship is worth more, which I've always said, or uh, trying to have a part of what Leah has obtained that is not hers. And, uh, and being graciously and sincerely um, forgiving of her and going forward, going through it and doing what has to be done, but then going forward and sincerely and honestly uh, feeling grateful, being grateful to God because of the forgiveness that he's given to me and to look at Leah with eyes of love and not remember all these things that have happened. Well, the memory part, um, there, the, the likelihood of you having holy amnesia is very slim. So <laughs> you, will, you will remember certain things, but the key is for you to have genuinely, through what we're going to do, um, to release that to the Lord and let him deal with her, but it'll be what he wants to take place in your life. So, um, I, you know, it would, could be nice if we could have this amnesia, but it's not that you would forget, but what you can do is, uh, as an act of your will, choose to forgive again and again. But I have what you have said for Leah. Um, do you want to add anything to that, or shall we go to the next person? Um, we, we can go to the next person, but Leah controls um, most of the individuals because of her particular position in the relationship. Yes. 
Okay, I see. So <clears throat> she has control, but it's many times been used as a negative control to belittle you in the eyes of others. That's what I've written down. Yes, okay. yes I, much manipulation. Yes, you're right. Yes, that's very painful. Um, not unusual, but it's painful. Okay, the next person you'd like to mention who's caused is, you uh, greatest pain? Uh, is uh, Maria. Okay. And Maria is is uh, uh, a little bit older than I am. And uh, over the years we've had a close relationship and uh, but now and and uh, Maria is a relative also but uh, uh, she has maintained her importance of taking over a role in life in in my life that belonged to me and uh, uh, seems very confident in it and uh, definitely not any in any way feeling any uh, apparent regret or uh, any you know uh, uh, just doesn't seem to be concerned about the fact of having any compassion or uh, realizing that when she was in the same place, that there was great compassion and love and everything just bestowed on on her and her family, and uh, yet has given nothing but uh, painful uh, jars and memories and, and just not not even being allowing me to be a part of anything that's going on, mm -hmm. acting as if I don't exist, that uh, when um, she and her husband come into a room or anything where I am, uh, they will talk around me or about me, and I'm right there in the middle, but it's acted like uh, cancel culture. Mm -hmm. I'm not even worthy to be considered, and yet I've been the mother, and um, it's uh, it's hard for me to deal with. I, I pray about it, and when I know that I'm going to have an encounter or possibly have an encounter, I just ask the Lord to just shield me, to protect me, but also to shield me from uh, the things that the evil one who is working through them is really trying to do rather than to look at them with eyes of how I really feel yes. and to realize that my feelings aren't what counts. Mm, mm -hmm, mm. Thank you. I've got that. All right. The next person? Uh, would be uh, Louie. And uh, he's someone that has been very much a part of my life for for a long time also, and is a relative, and has been very successful in life, but has uh, 
uh, not been able to uh, hang on to relationships. Has had many, many relationships, and um, there's always something wrong with the individuals. And each time he feels like he's found the right person, and so he veers out in very uh, hurtful ways to others because I believe the way he feels himself, and uh, it's very how how is he. How has he impacted you then? Um, by working together with with um, um, Leah. I got it. And, okay. Uh, and and then uh, causing great disdain, a uh, great um, amount of of uh, gossip and untruths that are uh, there communicated in such a way that that individuals will believe it. They're surprised, but they end up believing it because it's it's tied up in such a uh, dramatic, well-put-together package that mm-hmm. it's caused questioning, at least. If, if people don't believe it, they question, and they don't want to have any part of it because it's, there's too many other things going on in life right now that people have to deal with, and so they don't want one more Yes. All right. And then the next person uh, would be Anne. And um, Anne has been uh, in and out of uh, our family for quite a number of years. And uh, acts very uh, much like a Christian and believer, but it's it's only with words and beautiful cards and everything. And uh, really, then uh, is betray she betrays hmm. and causes a lot of grief. Seeks seeks much information and then turns around and uses it against you. Wow, these are painful relationships. Um, okay, you'd be deciding if you want to mention any others specifically uh, when we come back, um, because we'll still need to do something significant with all of these so far. But who else? If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. 
As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 keys for living to help you address your situation. Call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd like to help you get the right resources. Maybe it's a uh, resource you can get free on the website. Uh, Many of our our keys for living are uh, boiled down into what we call quick reference guides, and they're just excerpts uh, from our keys for living. The larger treatments, the keys for living, are available if you'd like to order those and to see the the, um, full text of those those keys for living. That would be helpful as well. But go to our, our customer support team, call them, and let them know what uh, what might help you the most. Their number again, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. They'd love to hear from you and help you to, again, get the right resources. Well, now back to our conversation with Chloe. Well, Chloe, I thank you for the detail you're giving me because um, <clears throat> notice that when uh, we read the Bible there are scriptures like, when the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. And based on the pain, the, uh, the woundedness of <clears throat> these individuals, um, <clears throat> you, you do need freedom. And so I am I'm more than willing to continue on with other people that have really caused you pain because I want there to be a clean sweep. And um, what I'm trying to say is that if we need to come back, um, we can come back on like Monday or Tuesday and deal with this. But I want you to get out right now all of those that you know are causing you pain, those who wounded you and where... There's been great uh, disruption in your life. And um, as you've indicated, a number are, are relatives. And so that's especially wounding. So would you like to continue on with those who have caused you great pain? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm and, ready. I've got uh, my pen. All right. Um, this is a... A man who has been 
close to our family and uh, uh, has been very, very helpful and nurturing over the years and uh, also his wife, but she's she's developed a lot of illness and so she's not really so much a part of it. He's always been the leader in the family. But he has become, because of things that he has heard, rather than mm-hmm. being supportive and even being willing to talk about any of these things, has gone behind my back, has continued to act like he's a friend to my face, but and is a Christian man and very gifted and talented, but has gone and spread rumors and things that are very deceptive because personal things were told all about many of these individuals that have been hurtful, but uh, especially him. And they weren't told by me. They were told by, by other individuals that mm-hmm. had been in my home and had uh, been uh, uh, had been able to be have part of journals and prayer lists and things of this sort, and uh, did much damage just to cover their own situation where they had actually taken things and and had stolen things and. Uh, so wanted to make sure that my name was not held in high esteem any longer. My reputation has always been very important to me. I mean, uh, because God, I, I want to live in in um, uh, obedience to the Lord, and and so these things that I'm accused of, even though I know I haven't done them, and and God knows it. Uh, People, they like to listen to things like this. And yes. uh, in confronting these individuals, uh, they're not solid enough themselves so that they will talk about it. Instead, they would rather, it seems, carry around these things that I really believe that they know they're not true, too. But mm. to just keep me down and... Uh, the Lord raises me up at just the right time, but sometimes I get down pretty low. <laughs> yes. What what name shall we use for him? Um, J.W. Okay. Got it. All right. Uh, it's very painful when rumors are spread and you know they're not true, but I understand what you're saying. The next person. Um. This would be uh, uh, Shelley. Okay. And this is someone who befriended. We were friends with the whole family and spent time in each other's homes. And uh, she's a professional person. And things were spread by some of these individuals. Uh, that had been wanting to destroy my reputation. And uh, they were spread so that it sounded like uh, there were things that were definitely inappropriate and unprofessional with part of her family, and that supposedly I had been involved with this. 
including her husband. And uh, none of these things are true. But there was enough information on whether it was names or incidents or something that was added to this so that I was, I went from being a cherished part of their lives to being someone that they wanted nothing to do with and won't even speak to because I'm considered um, a user and uh, someone that they don't want to have anything to do with and will not talk about it. Mm. So you've been rejected severely. Definitely. And then telling other professional people about it so that uh, it affected yes. my credibility. It's very difficult to get anyone, and it was, slowly, sometimes it comes back, but not for a long period of time, uh, just to get someone to help with the uh, practical things in life that need to be taken care of, yes. associated with a home or just living, uh, becomes very, very difficult because people are afraid and they've they've heard these things and they may not think they're true, but they don't want to have anything to do with a person that mm -hmm. has that kind of reputation. Yes. I think <clears throat> Jesus had uh, that happen to him a number of times. So you're in good company. Just saying. That's, That's right. That's right. Okay. So who else would you like to mention? Um, there, uh, an individual who is an older gentleman, he's been a part in our family for many, many, many years and uh, has never been happy himself, did not have relationships with his own uh, siblings. And uh, and then two of his siblings ended up dying. And so he really was left with no one. And so then he did not want his wife to have any happy relationships or any relationships with her family either. And this has been especially hurtful. Um, and... Uh, uh, it's it's gone on for so many years, and he's thought of, because now he's quite a bit older, as someone that should be relied on and believed. But uh, I am not the only one that he has done this with in relationships. But uh, he's affected my circle of friends and everything greatly because I always included he and his wife in with my friends and shared uh, shared everything, because I've always had a pretty happy home and a, a lot of friends and a lot of Scandinavian smorgasbords and <laughs> other things. And uh, he and his wife were both quite kind of jealous of this, but I always included them and made their lives as special as possible and their children and everything. But now it's like I'm an absolute outcast and, and uh, uh, they don't even acknowledge that that I'm a, a valuable person or that I'm a person at all. It's like I've never existed. Mm. Wow. 
And what shall we call him? Um, we'll call him Henry. Okay. All right. The next person? Um, you know, there there are lots of them. How many do you want me to? <laughs> Anyone that is just really painful to you, or you could have several in a group. Okay. Um, I'll have um, Lynn and and then several several other friends. Okay. And uh, I won't put names on them, but there's right uh, two others especially, and uh, they were close friends of my daughters uh, that that died. And uh, uh, this individual was very, very uh, jealous and admitted it to my daughter. And my daughter was very forgiving of her, but uh, she always wanted to look like her and be like her and and uh, uh, kind of steal the whatever whatever my daughter. Uh, she she had a natural gift and appeal that God had given her, and uh, she wasn't threatened by it. I mean, she was saddened by it because she thought of her as a friend. And when my daughter died, she passed around some of the most uh, malicious things about her and about me and some of our family, uh, and disgraced and and this individual. I've always loved her dearly and she's been like family. Hmm. And then two of, the, two of the other friends were not quite as deceptive but they also created problems. Okay, I, I have this list and I'm going to ask our team to get you on uh, as soon as possible. But I want you to know that the Bible does say He heals the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. That's Psalm 34, 18. Psalm 34, 18. The Lord has compassion on you and He will heal your broken heart. We will send our keys for living called Forgiveness. Releasing you is freeing me. we we'll send that out to tonight's caller, Chloe. We do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep this program on the air, to keep those resources going out, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. And we thank you for that. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.